Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. I've got a joke for you. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I think you have heard me tell this joke before, but not on the podcast. Should I act like I enjoyed it? I'd appreciate it. Okay. Okay. A neutron walks into a bar and asks the barman, how much for a beer? How does the neutron walk? Okay, now keep going. The bartender replies, for you, no charge. That's horrible. Do you want to hear a horrible horrible joke from me? The laugh still continues. It's still going. There's the appropriate (laughs) amount of laughs. All right, I've got a really shitty one here. Okay, go for it. Just to top that off. Because yours is quite smart. Mm. I like how well thought out it was. Mm. Dan, why did the monkey fall out of the tree? Because it was dead. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. My name is Tim. And Tim, I just want to follow up on the joke you just told. (laughs) (laughs) I've forgotten there's like a whole name for that type of comedy where it's like a real straightforward answer to a joke that's just not funny. (laughs) But (laughs) But it is funny funny? because it's just unexpected. We're we're waiting for a punchline, but there is none. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. true. Yeah. I've forgotten the name of it, but there's a lot of jokes like that. Yeah, I like jokes like that. Yeah. I think it's funny. Yeah. Um, so today on the podcast, we're going to be discussing, uh, why you have a business really. And what do you want yeah, from it? Let's call it lifestyle congruence. Life your business. Lifestyle congruence. So, so if, so if this was a question, it would be, how can my business fit my lifestyle? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yeah. yeah. Or, um, yeah, no, that's good. I was going to rephrase it a different way, but I think that's fine. Okay, yeah, cool. I think so that's fine. So that's, how, that's our topic today. How can my business fit or improve or enhance my lifestyle? Yeah, I like it. Cool. What, what is, is the Tim and Dan So I've been slowly losing my voice all week, Tim. <laughs> it's actually better today than it has been all week, which I was a bit concerned about because we had a guest lined up for this week. I know. Luckily, you were... Not luckily, but <sighs> lucky you. for my voice. Um, you were sick, so we're unable to do that interview. But um, my voice has come back. But I wouldn't have been able to hit the high note this week. Yeah, so we were. Um, we did have a very cool brewing and business lined up mm-hmm. um, with an operator of a vineyard. Yes, luckily for us, she's agreed to do it on another time. Yes, yeah, so we've had to reschedule. Yep, um, had to reschedule. I couldn't be there to drink wine. Yes, or spread a cold, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which no one wants. Yeah, so I was a bit run down. Yes, no point, no pun intended there, Dan. And that was going to be my Tim and Dan, though, Tim, is that you did your run? I got through it. You got through it. I you survived. made it. You made it from Bondi, Bondi to Manly to Manly. Yeah, in in under twenty four hours. Yeah. So now it was um, the hardest thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. It's really weird, like when you when you. I, especially on day one, like I posted a photo on... It's a very funny photo and it was only after 20Ks. <laughs> it was only after 20Ks, so not even at the halfway mark of yeah. the first day. And um, I was just completely dead. So, it was it was hot. 
Um, I didn't time my food intake very well. Mm. So I was dizzy. I was getting hit with like dizzy spells. I had yeah. no energy. Um, so I was in big strife. But And the funny thing about this is that you've ran 20Ks lots of times before. Yeah, I have. And so, not had that reaction. No, it was, yeah, in my training and stuff, mm. I built up. You weren't able to, to build in the couple months before because of a knee right. injury. Yes. But yeah, but you, it's not like you can't run 20Ks. No, no. Um, like, I think I hadn't trained with a vest and pack on yeah. like we were carrying. So, and it was up extra and weight. And then hills, up and down stairs. And hills, yeah. It was a bit hotter than what I've used to. I've been training in winter. So, yeah, just just all of it. Um, hit me and yeah it was just yeah just one of those moments where I will remember that for the rest of my life because I was able to Mentally somehow push yeah push through and got, got help and support from my wife Jade and she believed in me and yeah we carried on through to the halfway mark well to the end of that day which was Mossman so from that point where I was dead we went and we walked for another five hours <laughs> nice that's a big that's not easy that's that's a big achievement I was going for eight hours that day yeah and then went for six hours on on the second day the um so I haven't told you this yet but Orphan and I had a bet going about what would happen on your ADK <laughs> And we were discussing it before you did it. And he was annoyed at me because I had faith in you. I, I, I said, <clears throat> I, and part of my prediction came true. Yeah, right. Okay. So, my initial prediction was on the first day, mm-hmm. you'd probably take about six hours, seven hours. I said about six. Orford said mm. about six and a half, which mm. it ended up taking you longer than that. Yeah. Um, but my first part of the prediction, I said either that's going to happen because he hits a pace and he just does it. Or yeah. Tim's very, um, not competitive, but ambitious. You know, you've got, you know, you set your mind to something, you go do it. And I said, if the guys that he's with set a pace, mm. Tim will try and keep that pace yeah. until he can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and that's, that's what happened. That is what happened. Yeah. So, about three or four Ks before I that photo of me yeah. really struggling, um, I had just told him, like, yeah. guys, just go. <laughs> Because they were like a hundred meters ahead of me, and then they'd stop and wait, and I'd slowly catch them. And then, then I was like, "Guys, I can't keep doing this. <laughs> you, you've you've you're, you've got to run your challenge, and I'll run mine, and I'll see you at Mossman." That's the thing. thing. It's not a race. It's yeah. just trying to get your time yeah. to the end. It's just tricky, like when you're at the start and you're all excited, like yeah. you want to do it together. But um, it's like any run when you go and they all take off, and you're like, oh, "I'm going with them," and exactly. then you're like. Oh, I'm going yeah. way too quickly. <laughs> so, I made, I made that rookie error, basically. But it was hard because I had done no training. So, I really didn't know what pace I could keep. And mm. But yeah, got through it. And uh, shout out to, to uh, Michael, man on the street from uh, Mingara Health Point Physio and his team for yep. getting my knee ready Yeah, the challenge. Shout out to them. Shout out to you for pushing through. Shout out to all the donators as well. We raised about $1,200 for Beyond Blue, which is amazing. That's great. So, I very donated my $15. Yeah, come on, Dan. <laughs> Get it in there. That's good. I think I mean, we're at 1185 right now. Cat's so. accountants donated. I was part of that, but I, I, I haven't donated Sorry, personally yet. Is that yet. Cat's accountants or is that Dan? Is that Daniel Osborne? <laughs> Cat's accountants. <laughs> you even messaged me. 45% of it was Messaged me on day two saying, this is basically, I was almost finished. I was, at, I was on North Head, mm. which you come down into Manly. So, it was about yeah. a kilometer left. Yeah. And I get a message from Dan saying, I'm going to give you 50 cents for every kilometer, which is good for about 15 bucks today. <laughs> <laughs> and I also said you'll get a unit of respect, yeah. whatever that's measured. You get one unit of that per kilometer. <laughs> no, it, was yeah. good. it was good. Great. Well, yeah, Congratulations. Everyone. It was good. Thank you, good everyone, for their support. Yeah. Nice.
Uh, Tim, do you have a business update? Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. And I'm ready to dive into this. <laughs> so, Dan, we got an email during the week. It was from Accountants Daily. Mm-hmm. And uh, the headline was, ASIC paid KPMG $118,000 for Chair's personal tax affairs. What's, what's your thoughts on this? <laughs> now, explain to the listeners. What is ASIC, if they don't know what ASIC is? So, ASIC is the corporate regulator, basically. They're, mm. they're in charge of ensuring that companies mm. um, you know, are not trading insolvent, are not doing anything illegal, are yeah. being compliant. Yep. Um, they're, Very they're, important job. Yeah, they're also in charge of you know, um, you know, ensuring that markets are, you know, are being competitive and mm. there's, yeah, there's no one being, no company or entity doing something wrong. Basically. They're like a government-funded watchdog, Correct. basically. So... They've obviously got a chairman yeah. who... James Shipton. Who was uh, coming from the US, I believe. Mm. And he was part part of the time in the US, part of the time in Australia. Mm. So, essentially, he had you know, a somewhat complicated tax return because he, he was a resident for part of the year mm. in, in each place. Mm. Um, now, yes, that, granted, that is complicated. Yeah, you know, yeah. that, that, it's a tricky situation to navigate. It's not easy to figure out. Um, what is weird is is that ASIC agreed to pay for his personal tax affairs at all. Now, that's step one. <laughs> that's really that's, strange. And I'm not, I'm not even talking about the amount here. Let's just say if it was 300 bucks, it's still weird it's that still they weird. paid for his tax return. It's a government organization. Yeah. Why, why, why would you pay for a chair's tax return? I don't uh, understand that. Why would any entity pay for that's anyone's tax return? Th- that is not a normal thing. Yeah, I don't, you know, we don't pay for our employees to prepare their tax return. I mean, you know, they do it on our time probably but <laughs> but we don't we don't charge like we don't pay an accountant somewhere to do their return for them so yeah. for one it's an issue um and it's an issue that then costed asic an additional 70 or 80 grand in fbt so here's exactly right so here's here's the uh here's how it happened because so, it's not a business expense <laughs> so at first um there was an agreement with kpmg in 2017 mm. for the cost to be about four thousand dollars mm. That's a lot. It's still a, a lot. Return. It's still a lot. So, not surprised. Big four accounting firm, but hey, mm. that's what it is. Um, but then, in September 2018, KPMG advised Mr. Shipton that its fees would rise to sixty to $70,000 with ASIC, agreeing to cover um, uh, nine and a half grand of that for Mr. Shipton. So, that's pretty interesting as well. So, all of a sudden, the fees have jumped. So, he's getting more advice or there's something else happening there. Something that can't possibly be. It's two years worth of tax returns. Mm. And let's say he has to do one in the US and one in Australia. That's four returns. So, 60 or 70 grand. He must be getting some very good like tax planning advice or... Right? Something. Something. Or like foreign income planning to like why why would you pay 60 to 70 grand in tax fees and see value in that no okay yeah. cool so anyway asics then, then said all right we'll, we'll cover about 10 grand of that mm-hmm. and then uh the final invoices totaled 120 grand mm-hmm. from kpmg um due to the complexity of the tax affairs being managed and uh and asic um did a backflip and decided that they would uh to cover that for him and then, like you said, Dan, because they covered that, they had to pay fringe benefits tax of $78,000 yeah. as well. So, they're out of pocket $200,000 yeah. here. Essentially, they gave him a $200,000 bonus. <laughs> Which is covered from Australian companies 
and taxpayers. It's we all paid for that. Yeah. Like every company every year pays two hundred and sixty dollar fee. That is ASIC's funding. This is the same ASIC that during this period failed failed to adequately charge the banks about bad behavior, adequately failed to charge many big businesses with poor behavior. And they paid that what like, yeah what like, one why did they pay for this guy's tax mm. affairs and two who fucking pays that much money for yeah. a tax affairs we're accountants <laughs> just ridiculous I, I'm gonna throw this out there ASIC Mr Chairman yeah <laughs> if you want your tax done at hundred thousand dollars cheaper <laughs> you give us a call yeah dead set that is just ridiculous and the very fact that that it was a big four firm yeah too. You're an idiot to go there to get your individual tax return. Yeah, but like, that's probably one of ASIC's main entities or companies that they're watching Mm. for the type of advice and structures and things that they're suggesting to clients because they live in that gray area. Mm -hmm. They're a big four accounting, but they probably help the big companies avoid the tax like Mm. Apple and Google. So, I'd love to know what complexities in this guy's return required that much. The only thing I can think of is maybe they had to get lawyers involved and... But still, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> None of it makes sense. It's obviously I'm riled up about this. And you know what shits me? Like a small business pays their ASIC fee a month late. Yep. And there is no consideration from ASIC ever of no. getting that late fee back. Nope. That's $100. But then multiply that out for the amount of small businesses that have paid late fees to mm. pay for Mr. Shipley's... Mm-hmm. Tax affairs mm. and FBT. How many is that? It's a lot, Tim. It's 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 it's, it's two thousand. It's two thousand. Two thousand late fees mm-hmm. for that, which they will not negotiate on, even mm-hmm. if it's COVID related. Mm-hmm. So uh, a big fu asic. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm sure you do some good stuff, but this is a really bad thing. Yeah, this is you mucked up. And it was funny because the week before there was a big scandal about the CEO of the Australia Post giving for um, upper management a bonus by giving them a fancy watch that was like two grand per watch. So it was like eight grand in total. They got a bonus because they signed some big deal and the CEO gave them a a fancy watch, right? Mm. Which is dumb. But this person was told to stand aside. They were told that they should quit. This waste of, you know, government money and all these things. And then a week later, this came out (laughs) and everyone, I did see an article that was like, Okay, everyone was kicking up a deal about eight grand. This is 200 grand. 200. Yeah. 200. Anyway. Cool. Annoyed me. Yeah, so I don't know. I, don't, I just don't see the point of ASIC. I don't know. I see the point I of them. I don't know, Dan. But they're just, really? They're not working. I don't really... What do they do? Well, they, apparently nothing. They need to do more. Yeah. Even the government... They have responsibility to do into them ...has yeah. said you need to do more. Yeah. You need to be more successful on your cases. Which I think out of the Royal Commission... That has happened. Mm. This is pre that. Yeah. So True. since then, things may have improved, but still, That's hope. not great. Um, Tim, do you have a tight ass tip? I do. So this is an ironic one this week, Dan. It's a time ass tip. Time ass tip that will cost you money. So time ass tips we know. Mm. We know save you time, but you do have to trade that in for money sometimes. Yeah. Well, how much do you value your time? <laughs> exactly. How much do you value your time? And Hopefully in this case, more than what this saves you. In this case, how much do you value your cleanliness? Okay. A lot in times of COVID. So, Dan, 
my time ass tip this week is mm. robot vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> now, actually, I want to throw uh, go on, but I've got something to add to this. All right, okay, cool. Well, robot vacuums these days are pretty good for about eight hundred bucks. You can get a robot vacuum that can set up a map of your house and room, and you can control it on an app, and you can schedule it to clean your home every day. Yeah. Um, so, especially if you have a pet, Dan. You're going to have a lot of... You'll notice every week... I do at my house anyway. There's so much bloody fur on the floor. Mm. It's just the pits. So, it takes me probably 20 minutes to half an hour a week. But for the, the rest of the week, it slowly builds up and you're living in filth. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Yeah. So, this vacuum robot, I'm mm-hmm. thinking as a solution. I haven't bought one yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm very closely looking at it. Well, I heard somebody I know um, okay. actually co-host of the Too Drunk Footy Show... Ah, I believe bought one of these. The Foz, the Foz bought one. Yeah, and I think he was telling me that it even like it knows the map of the the house and everything, and it follows it. And if it runs out of battery, it goes charges, and when it's charged back up, it goes back out to does where it stopped. The rest of the house. and does the rest of the house. It's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. It can navigate throughout mm. your furniture as well, so mm-hmm. it goes under your like chairs and and table. Mm-hmm. It can work on carpet and hard floors. Mm-hmm. It just. Um, works a bit harder on carpet, so yeah. the motor speed goes up, and mm. some of them can mop. So well. that's, that was my that was my part. I wanted to add that on the TV yesterday there was an ad for one that mops. Yeah, it and it had like two little nozzles, yeah. and it just sprayed water. Yeah, and then went and mopped. And then there's like a pressure pad. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Amazing. It's amazing. So some of them will um, empty themselves, so you don't have to do anything for a month. At all, basically. You just go and like pull a bag out and That's throw come it out. a long way from like the original ones that just kind of ran into walls yeah, and just like backed up and I ran know. into another wall. I feel then. like this is the next... I feel like vacuum robots. Mm. That is going to be a growth area. Mm. Especially right now, their price point's so high. That'll come down. Yeah. And like everyone's working at home, you're creating more mess, mm. but you also have less time to do it um, because you, you can't vacuum every day without oh, that's a lot of time especially mm. if say you've got a young family or an animal or something mm. like that it's gonna get messy every day so. i want a vacuum robot me too all right so i'm gonna report back on this and let everyone know how well this goes i just want to give a shout out to anyone that's listening that owns <laughs> a vacuum shop or that <laughs> that works for vacuum robot company let's tag let's tag a website or something i would love you if you could give us either just a hint or a tip about a vacuum or send us two vacuums. <laughs> so, who I'm looking at is Roomba. Right, Roomba. I think that's who I'm looking at. Yeah. I'm looking at Roomba. So, shout out to Roomba. Yeah, let me just confirm this. Basically, we're just trying to scam some free vacuums here because... No, okay. Roomba's good. They're the expensive ones. They yeah, okay. self-empty. The only downside is their bags are really expensive, apparently. Mm, that's where they get you. Yeah. So, Roborock. Roborock. You got to empty them yourself, though. It's fine. But Roborock, that's what I'm looking at as well. So Roomba, Roborock, I don't care. If any, if ever, if any of you want to get involved here in my Time Ass Tip, I'm all, I'm all in f- yeah. for it. You could be the sponsor of the Time Ass Tip for the next you could. year. Oh, my God. I'll just talk about how good my flaws are. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's move on to our main topic today, which is how... To make your business suit your lifestyle. Yeah. How to make your business suit your lifestyle. So, this is... I don't know. We we work with a lot of business owners, Dan. And um, it's it's just a common thing. When you're in business, 
there's pros and cons. And mm-hmm. sometimes a con is it can be more stressful or it can, if things are going really well, sometimes your lifestyle suffers, yeah. which is really weird. Yeah. And I think a lot of people subscribe to the idea that to be successful, um, it requires you to work an 80 hour week in a small business mm-hmm. and push and push and push and push. And oh, that's yeah. not true because after a certain, you're getting diminishing returns. Definitely. Um, your lifestyle suffers and it, it also just depends on what your goals are. Yeah. If your goal is to make a billion dollars and you're starting at zero, then yeah, an 80 hour week might help. Uh, if your goal is to not earn a billion dollars, but earn a decent wage, make good profits mm. and have a happy lifestyle, then you need to identify the actions and the habits in your yes. business yeah. um, that relate to that. Yeah. You need to understand who you want to be what lifestyle you want and how your business is going to fit into that because if it's not fitting into that, then it's not going to be sustainable. You're going to burn out in some way, shape or form. Correct. And, and our big thing is sustainable business. Mm-hmm. Um, so, dating back to the beginning of this year, we did, our, I think our first episode of the year was on business planning. Yeah. The small business plan. And one of the points in that business plan is what do you want from the business? Yes. And that's essentially where we start that entire plan because we figure out well, what income do you want? What other things do you want? Mm. And where are you at? And we set actions to meet the two up. And so, yeah. this whole area is very important to that process. Yeah, for sure. The other episode we did, I think the next one was defining a purpose in your business. And that was more about what is your business's purpose. So, we always talk about ours is to support, teach, and grow. Mm. Um, and that is the business's purposes. And that is congruent mm. with our purpose yeah. and what we want. Yeah. But it's not specific to what we want. Yeah. So, today, I think it's just yeah a great idea to dive into well, what are the things that you should be looking at. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things you can do about that? Yes. And... And just explore that a bit. Yeah. So, so I think we could start with the question, why? Why is it important to be really clear on your um, personal lifestyle goals and needs? And we've covered a yeah. few points there already. Mm-hmm. But I think this is actually your criterion for success. Mm. So, what people often fall into the trap of and this is a cycle. It's a vicious cycle too. They work the 80 hour week. Um, they wear it as a badge of honor. Mm. They then also um, decide that they need to have the most expensive car or something like that, the biggest house and the mm. nicest postcode yep. and send their kids to the best school. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be their, that's that's their success. Yep. Um, but I think sometimes they may fail to take a step back and just think about who they are, Mm. what fulfills them Mm. and all those things may still be the right answer. Yeah, exactly. A a, a nice car, a big house and a good school might be your criterion for success. It does sound pretty cool. It does sound pretty cool. Yeah, and and if that's the case, well then, yeah, we'll get to your set actions for that. But you have to be really clear on this. Do you want that because that's what's going to fulfill you Mm. or do you want that because your friend or that person you saw running that other business, exactly. or your competitor in business is doing that. Are you keeping up with the Joneses? Yeah. Or are you focusing on what you actually want? So, this is why you have to think about your goals and your lifestyle mm. and how your business can fulfill that because it is, in a way, it's freedom. Mm. It's going to give you your own personal set of criteria mm. of success. Yep. And if you're hitting the things you want, which could be, 
I want to work two days a week mm. and spend time with my family. That doesn't mean I'm going to go on big holidays or own a big house or they're going to go to a private school. Mm. But that's my criterion for success. Yeah. Then that's going to stop you having that whole competitive looking at other people working 100 mm. hour weeks, driving the expensive car, owning mm. the expensive house and thinking that you failed. Yeah. And at that point, you're, really, you're running your own race. So, the, the, the second part, apart from mental health and, and happiness, the yeah. second part of this is if you don't know what you want from your business or what you want in your own life, mm. you can't structure the business to that. Exactly right. So, exactly. And, that, and that's, the, that's the why of this episode is, is mm-hmm. if you're not sure on what your goals are, mm. then you don't know what the business needs to do to, defil- to fulfill that. Exactly right. And you do end up just working in a direction that isn't fulfilling you, you get burnt out easily because you're just like, none of this fits. Well, that's why people often think more is better. So, they're like, more sales Mm. because I just want more of everything. Yeah. But then they might not need that. Yeah. Personally, if they take a moment to think about what they need, Mm. they actually might just be putting themselves under more pressure and stress for no gain in their personal life. Yeah. So, I think it really does need to be a relationship Mm. with... It's almost the first and foremost thing. You need to know what direction you want to head. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just kind of flying in the dark, really, with your business. Yeah, absolutely. So, let's talk a little bit around um, what the actions and things, or what mm. what what, what How some can of you the, figure out. Yeah, well, and not only that, but like, want. but what things relate to your business, to your mm. personal life, and there's sure. a few obvious ones. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The money you take from the business. Money. Wages and dividends. How much do you actually want? Yep. What do you need and what do you want to fulfill with those goals? Yep. Two, how many hours a week do you want to be working? How much do you actually want to work? Definitely. Yeah. That's a really good one. That's time. Time. Yeah. A third one. Which is... Peace of mind. Peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah. How complex. Yeah. Do you want... Do you want to sit there stressing about this? Do That's you want to right. sit there worrying about it? Yeah, so some people actually do like um, a lot of stimulation. So, I have a friend who was telling me last week, he just wants to keep climbing. Eventually, his his personal vision mm. um, is that he wants to be on four different boards. Yeah, right. Um, because he wants that mental stimulation. He mm. wants to feel busy. Yeah. Um, and it will produce income for him. So, mm. he's at the point where he was telling me he could work less if he wanted to. Mm. Um, and I'm like, well, pff, that's all I want right now, actually. Um, but instead, no, he wants to keep going and get mm. busy. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, that, I, I can't see that for me, but I can understand how that yeah. will fulfill you. And, and, so, uh, and exactly. And another one might be that your goal is you want to be, like you really enjoy creating something new and starting something. Mm. So your goal might be to have multiple businesses, like yeah. multiple boards. Yeah, cool. And you just, so your goal might be, I need to build this to a point where it's self-sustaining. Yeah. And then I can go be creative somewhere else. Yeah, nice. Um, so, yeah, is your goal multiple businesses? Well, then you need to set targets in your business for that. Mm. Um, so, so, these are some of the areas that I think you can look at. But it all ties back to your choice. Who? I guess it's like, who do you want to be? Mm. And in the end, it doesn't have to be set in stone or anything like that. And these ideas change over time mm. as well. Yeah, absolutely it changes and you need to, it evolves, that's the whole point. Mm. And so, so I'm reading a very good book at the moment and that's where some of this thinking is coming from um, called Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished it yet, but at the moment um, it's discussing um, identity-based mm-hmm. habits yeah, um, rather than 
um, I think there's there's three layers. So there's identity, mm. values, and then there's outcomes. Yeah. So trying to change habits based on outcomes is really mm. difficult. Yeah. Because it's just not as sustainable. Yeah. Whereas if you change habits in your life based on your identity, mm. then you're going to really stick fat with that because yeah. your internal dialogue is going to be saying, well, I am an entrepreneur yeah. who enjoys starting businesses. Yeah. So that's an example of if you can really think about what you want to be or who you want to be mm. um, and have some vision around that, then um, you can start to think about well, what habits do those people have? Yeah. And and um, how do those habits fit with the way I'm operating with my business right now? Yeah. And how, do, how does that all relate? Yeah, absolutely. And so, I, I was saying before we started recording this that... Um, well, I think we can get Katrina on here eventually to talk about this a little mm. bit more details. But yep. that, there is a concept in mental health and psychology where you're working towards your values or away from your values. So, yep. working towards your identity is very similar to that concept. Mm. So, it's, you know, nice. for your own mental health and for your own sense of, of accomplishment, yep. the more habits you develop that are working towards those things the more motivated you will be not only to do those, but the happier you will be about it. Yeah. And the, to your point where, you know, working towards your outcomes versus your identity, well, yeah, I want to go to the gym because I want to get fit. Yeah, which is an outcome. That's an outcome. Yeah. And that's like, oh, that's just hard. Yeah. Well, it's just not, maybe for a week. Yeah. You can do that. You can do that. But after that, you just, you, you start to lose motivation. You do. But if I want to go to the gym because I'm I'm a fit person. That's it. That's it. Then, exactly. Then it's just like, okay, it's well, different. fit people get up and they go for a run. Yep. And exactly. I'm going to do that because exactly. I am a fit person and this is the kind of thing fit people do. Yeah. So, in that way, it works like it's a double-edged sword because A, it tells you, um, I suppose, how you should operate. Yep. But B, you can go and look at other people mm. who are a fit person mm. <laughs> and see how they operate. Yeah. And it's almost like a decision-making tool. So yeah. you're like, well, I'm a entrepreneur. Yep. Other entrepreneurs do this. Yeah. And it could be a morning routine or yeah. it could be um, having people who are mentors. Yeah. Um, it could be a strong presence of developing their persona online or something like that. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. And, so now, now that you've kind of figured that part out, what is it? How is it that you want to live your life? What is it that you want to do? Then you convert that into the metrics that your business mm. can influence. That so, how much money do you need to take? Sure. How much time do you want? Yeah. Um. So I am a fit person. Therefore, every day I want to get to the gym in yep. the morning. Yep. Therefore, I need to structure my business so it allows me to do that. Yeah, for sure. Um. I am a person who just wants to have a lifestyle mm. therefore i need to structure my business and have expectations around income that i know that i can work four days and have my fifth day free yeah so what are the habits you can develop what are the actions you can take to set your business around that yeah because a lot of people go into small business thinking oh i'm going to be in control of myself yeah i'm going to have a bit more lifestyle <laughs> and they find it's the complete opposite of that yeah for sure yeah, for sure. And it's so easy to lose track of it. So, mm. this is a good reminder for everyone who mm. is in business. Uh, who are you? Ask yourself that. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. And what are the habits of a person mm. who is that? Yeah. Another similar person. And how is my business mm. feeding um, that identity and those yeah. habits? Yeah. Or how is it restricting 
that identity and those habits. Yeah. And if you're happy or if you're unhappy, there's probably going to be somewhere in there where you're like, ah, oh, maybe I do need to get back to doing a bit more of this. Yeah. Maybe focus on this. And that might be spending less time in the business, mm. but it's going to give you um, something that you're going to need to change in your business and work on. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. It's a useful tool. Yeah. So, you can even get more specific. So, that they're kind of broad there, but you can get more specific. You know, you figured out your values, you figured out your identity, and you're the kind of person who likes to explore new worlds and do new things. So, um, I need to make sure that I can go on a holiday. Mm. So it's okay. Yeah. Well, I need to take off this much time. So in my, what do I want from the business this year? Mm. I want a month off. Yep. Well, I want two months off. Nice. Um, therefore, what are the actions I need to take in my business to get that? For sure. And therefore, you can set actions and targets in your business. Yeah. Um, and that's really how it converts. When you're doing a business plan, you start with what you want. Yep. I want this much time off. I want this much as a wage and I need to be making this much profit. Yep. Okay, great. What does it look like now? versus yeah. those goals yeah how do i get from there to here that's it like so i think you just hit the nail on it on the head there dan mm. um the next step here is looking forward yeah five years ten years mm. and thinking um what do i want my identity to be at mm. that time um what other factors mm. will be present in my life mm. and then also think financially as well so what mortgage will i have by then what assets yeah. do i want by then yeah will i have a pet children yeah those sorts of things and how will that affect my mm. lifestyle and my identity yeah so oh, how about oh, i currently um you know let's say this as an example right? i'm a person that i currently want to do this thing in 10 years time that's not what i'm currently doing mm. so okay i need to figure out that i need to sell my business in in 10 years or five years so i need to get it to a point where it's worth the right amount yeah yeah okay well, then your goal in the business is to sell it. Yeah, exactly. So, you need to increase the value. So, you need yeah. to set actions for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's going to take time and mm. preparation and you need to review things. Yeah. and a lot of systemization. And exactly. You, you can't be the, the linchpin mm, no. in that business. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is, again, so if you've got a business called Osborne and Associates Accountants <laughs> um, and you want to sell it in five years, but everyone knows that Dan Osborne's the guy you go to. Yeah. Well, that's not going to be a very saleable business. May need to rebrand. Yeah. You might need to rebrand that business to be called mm. something else. Ooh, you might also want to think about who's going to buy your business, Dan. There's a bit of succession planning there. Succession planning? Ooh, what, are there any members of your team? Yeah. Or are there new employees or new team members you could bring in yeah. to uh, bring them into the fold, make sure they're the right fit and right culture exactly. and then offer them the opportunity to progress into ownership? Yeah. Am, am I the person doing all of this type of work? Mm. Do I need someone else to learn that? Yeah. These are all things you need to consider in that, that situation. You can see then how yeah. my lifestyle choice and my values and my identity have led to a decision and actions in my business. Yep. And which if you didn't consider those things or you yep. thought of them separately, then in five years time, you might decide you want to go do this other thing, but your business is not in a position to do that because yeah. you didn't make those things congruent. Yeah. And coming from a place of... You know, and this year has been a tough year, COVID, like mm. a lot of people wouldn't have been able to probably live the lifestyle they want. Mm. And we've all probably experienced this year where um, maybe we couldn't have the time. I know, for example, like us, Dan, we've mm. been working so many hours for mm. the first nine months of this year. I set out this year to work four days a week <laughs> and it went opposite. Yeah. And there was no more depressing a thought for me. It was a very difficult nine months. Mm. So, having experienced that, but then also experiencing 
um, other moments of work-life balance mm. um, and work fitting into my lifestyle. Mm. Um, there's just no two bigger opposite feelings. There's yeah. one that you feel trapped, you just feel like under a mountain of pressure. Yep. And another where you just, you, you, it's almost too good. You're like, ooh, what's going to happen? Something bad's going to happen because this is amazing right now. Yeah. This, is, this, is, this is better than I could imagine. So I agree. Um, so yeah, you, you obviously want them to fit. It's going to feel so much better for you. You're going to enjoy the process a lot more of being a business owner if it does. Absolutely, absolutely. So to recap, Mm, on this recap here is the basic structure that you should do before doing a business plan Mm. it is number one figure out what you want in your life (laughs) who what is your identity yeah what are the habits of someone who would have that identity yeah what are your goals that feed into that identity yes what what do you want and then how can your business give you those things Mm. how can your business feed yeah Things that make you happy and that make you who you are. And that could be, all right, that is a wage of 150000 or that is four days, not five days, or that is this, this, or this. And you go, mm. great. Now, where am I mm. in the, currently in the business? Yeah. Now, I've got an end goal. I've mm. got a current position. What actions will take me from here to here? Yeah. And then you put that in your business plan. Love it. That's basically the steps. I like it, Dan. Yeah. Start with your lifestyle and what you want. It's really exciting because if you are, you know, we all do have those bad days in business. Um, if you are having a bad day, then you can come back to that. Mm. Like, no, no. There's the vision. This yep. is why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, this moment was bad, but um, mm. we're still heading in the right direction. Yep. Your business is a vehicle to deliver your lifestyle. Yeah. It's got to be. And if you're not driving it towards that destination, you're going somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, if it's not... If you're not, if it's not serving you, you're serving it. Correct. And that's nice. not good. All right. That probably concludes our main topic today. Tim, do you have a tight ass tip? I already did I that. I mean, sorry. Do you have another thing? <laughs> sorry, I forgot. I forgot your tight ass tip. You want another one? No. You're loving the tight ass <laughs> tips. I like the vacuum. Um, you like it because it involves spending money, Dan. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> I like it because it saves vacuuming and I hate vacuuming. (laughs) Vacuuming does suck. Uh, What is your other thing this week? Do you have one? I think you've read a few books. Actually, I do. I do. I think I might have mentioned this. We mentioned... Oh, yeah. Actually, okay. I'll use a couple of things. So, Mm. the new Ballpark Music album is out. Yeah. We mentioned that a few weeks ago. Did you listen to the whole thing? I listened to like 70% of it. Yeah. Awesome. I like it. I've listened to three... uh, Sorry. The three singles that were out before the album are the best songs on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, definitely. But, but there are out. still a few other good ones. I feel like it's sort of like a very mature sound. Yeah. Compared to what they were doing. Like, they were sort of always the sort of nerdy mm. um, pop Yeah, no, I agree. Music. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And I, I feel like a part of that was them going on Triple J, doing their awesome cover of a Radiohead song. Have you heard that? No. Listen to it. It's so good. I love Radiohead. I think it's... Okay, computer they covered or something like right. that. Right? Does it like doom do 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 doom 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 doom? That one. I think so. I think that's the one. Um, I think I've got a notification from. Uh, so what's what's funny about that, Tim? Is I actually played that in the uh, my HSC. Oh. Um, I wasn't being marked on it. I was playing the drums for some friends of ours right. who were all being marked on that song. Right. 
Yeah. Paranoid Android. Yeah, Paranoid Android. I knew what when OK Computer's the album. Uh, Paranoid. I knew what song you were referring yeah. to though. Yeah. Um. Very interesting song because it changes time signatures right. a couple of times. Right. During the song. Yeah. It's difficult. And I would say like Radiohead's more of like that. Like, I don't know. Would you say like chill? It's sort of a lower Dep- tempo. Depends which album. Yeah. yeah it does. They've varied quite a lot over the years. But it's but an interesting know. choice though because yeah. it feels like it's a change. It's a In moment direction of change for them. Yeah. Ballpark. Yeah. So, so yeah. Good album. I reckon I'm going to listen to that again yeah. later. I liked it. Um, but yeah, the other thing I will mention is I'm reading a couple of books at the moment. So I'll mm-hmm. use one this week. Um, uh, Atomic Habits. Yep. So I'm get, getting through that one. That's really good. Mm. It's really good. It's definitely, um, there's some things in there which you know, you're like, yeah, that's common sense. But mm. it does break down the whole, um, I guess, makes things easier to change mm. through the simple thought of habits. Yeah. So it's like 1% change every day will mm. over time deliver results beyond what you could imagine. And the and analogy change. the analogy for that is like sitting in a room that's at minus 10 mm. degrees Celsius mm. and you've got an ice cube on the table mm. and every day the temperature changes upwards mm. by one degree. You notice no change for the first 10 days. Yeah. And then on the 11th day, it gets to one degree and the ice cube starts melting. Yeah. So that's like a lot of change that has occurred there without any results. Yeah. And that's the idea is like you stick to these habits, stick to um, stick to a system and you will eventually You'll be notice. an overnight sensation. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah, that's great. I like that. Good one. So yeah, and, and we may eventually do whole episodes on books like this. Yeah, we might do some deep dives into mm. some episodes. Uh, sorry, it's some books that we've read that yeah. we feel might be of interest to people. For sure. Yeah, it would be how cool would it be, Dan, to get like authors of the books on? I'd love that. That'd be really cool. I'd like that a lot. Mm. Cool. What about you, Dan? Um, my other thing this week is... Um, I was going to say the ballpark album because I had listened oh, to sorry. that during the week. Stole it from you. Um, you know what? My other thing, Tim. Yogurt. Yo Pro. <laughs> Protein Yogurt. Are you just saying this because it's in front of you? That. It's and a- I'm just really liking it. <laughs> so, I get it from Audi. I love yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> I love lamp. No, I get it from Audi, right? And because um, it's hard to get that much protein in your diet, especially if yeah, you're not eating like large quantities of chicken. And yeah, like I do eat true. chicken. Meat. Like I'm not a vegan, but I, I, do, I don't eat as much meat as yeah, maybe yeah. what I once used to. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so these yogurts have 15 grams of protein in them. It's a lot. That's a lot of protein. It's a lot. They're pretty tasty. No added sugar. Yeah. They're only 100 calories for a little tub. It's pretty amazing. I don't know what else is in them. I don't want to look. Yeah, no way. What's on the ingredients list? But I just care about the headlines. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a natural like yogurt, this. I'm sure. Milk, like water are the first two ingredients. So that's oh, good. Well, yeah, good start. They're, they're readily available things. I won't read the next few because it's rice starch. Ooh. Unsalted butter, salt, apple and hibiscus. Butter. Lemon pulp. They all sound good. Lemon pulp's good. Yeah, and apple and hibiscus. Unsalted butter. Yeah, because the reason why is because it's salted caramel flavor. Yeah, nice. Cool. Yeah. Right, so they're trying to make it like buttery. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. So, But it, it's bloody delicious. Mm, nice. Full of protein. I like it. And I'm a big fan. Yeah, cool. Nice one then. My other thing this week is also um, physiotherapy. 
Okay. And I want to give a shout out to Orford Man on the Street as well because he's been fixing my shoulder. They do a good job. They do a good yeah. job there at Health Point Physio. I swear our accounting firm team all sees him. We're all putting his kids through college. <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to get in touch, Two Drunk Accountants, anywhere on the socials, at Two Drunk Podcast, sorry, Two Drunk Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any questions, send through. If you've got any comments, send through. We love hearing from you guys. We love responding. Like us, share us, um, rate and review us on Apple. That helps people find us. Most of all, just tell a friend about us if you like us. Uh, and as always, we will catch you next week and calculate it. Oh, oh, Wrong podcast. Come on, Tim.